We begin on top of Daf Gimel, Daf 3. We quote the Mishnah, we fix up the roads, uh, also different the streets, uh, we fix up the mikvahs, mikvot, harabim, and you did everything that you needed to for the uh, the, the the public, the public uh, needs. Adoham uh, harabim, and these are some examples of Tzorach uh, harabim, the things that you would do for the public. Danin dinay mamonot, vedinay nefashot. They would uh, judge these monetary cases and capital cases as well. Dinay makot, if people needed makot, uh, they would make sure to have completed everything there. Or put in v'arechin, uh, they would also redeem an erechin, an erech is where a person vows a particular value uh, of a person, each person uh, in the Gemara, uh, I mean in the the Torah uh, at the end of uh, uh, the book of Ayikra in uh, uh teaches that everyone has got an erich value, a uh, an, an amount of money that uh, they are worth. Uh, different uh, grades and different people have different stages. Men, uh, of, of, you know, are, are worth more than uh, women in at at, at certain ages, etc. So you know, every a man's got a different erich, a woman's got a different erich. There's grades, uh, uh, you know, up to. Uh, you know, b- below twenty and, and and above sixty and things like that. So, uh, in all of those cases, we uh, have those uh, those laws of of Arikin. So that's uh, if if need be, uh, they, uh, they 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 assess the, those uh, amounts and Arikin and they, they collect them. The Kharamim uh, and also Kharim. A person can also dedicate something to the Beit Hamikdash or to Kohanim, uh, saying this is a Kharim uh, and uh, um, I'm consecrating it in that way and the short and also if a person makes something uh, hectic she says this is holy for the temple or uh, it's, uh, it's a different offering etc so they do all of those uh, things also etasota, uh, and they give uh, the sota to drink uh, as well this is if a, a, a husband has uh, uh, got a uh, his wife he's accused his wife he's uh, worried that she's uh, had a certain act of infidelity with another man she secludes herself and he comes and he brings her to the temple and he makes her drink this uh, specific potion and uh, and uh, and therefore that that is also done we make sure to complete this in the last month of the year so that Nissan starts off with uh, all of this uh, behind us it's not that they would wait uh, until then but they just made sure that if there was this uh, uh, the, these cases uh, hanging around they would just make sure to to complete them uh, by that time for sorfenet Para, they would also um, uh, burn the paraduma, uh, the red heifer, and with the ashes they would use that to sprinkle uh, on on people who were tamay mate on the third day and the seventh day. Uh, this this is important uh, specifically this time of year uh, because people are making aliyah regal and they would need to uh, be pure uh, to come to on the precincts of the Beit Hamikdash. So that uh, was very important to do it now. Of orphan egla arufa, and they would also decapitate this uh, this calf if there was an unidentified murder that took place between two cities the, the Egla Rufa would come and uh, atone for that Rotzin Rotzin not Rotzin Rotzin Evet Ivri this is an Evet Ivri who wants to stick around beyond his uh, time period he was meant to go uh, free after a certain period of time after six years uh, he goes free and, and now 
He says he likes being with his master. Uh, what they do is they uh, um, pierce his ear uh, to the door and uh, they, they put a, a, his ear against the door and they knock it through uh, 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 with a sharp object into the uh, uh, into the door so that they, they would do that and then he serves until the Yovel Matarin it's a Matsura uh, they would also purify the, the, the any, and that's a Matsura that has this uh, condition uh, of uh, Tsarat and Farkin uh, uh, and, uh, and also they would take off the locks uh, that were on top of the, the water cisterns so that uh, uh, you know that, that the, the, the public could now use these uh, uh, these uh, wells, etc., on the way to the Beit Hamikdash, Vain Machzunotam, and they didn't uh, put them back uh, until later on in the winter. Okay, as as we mentioned, you know, it's not that they specifically wait Dafka until this time, uh, but uh, if there is a, a need uh, for these things, we just make sure that they're all done uh, before Nissan starts. Tman uh, Tanina, we we learned over there. Mashkin Beit Hashlachim Mitzanin Etakvarot Alakvarot. Here we are talking about Cholamoid, uh, and uh, it says that if 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 need be, uh, that uh, even though you're not supposed to work on Cholamoyed. It's got a status uh, that you're not really supposed to work at all, except for certain exceptions uh, and public needs. Uh, are a Great losses is, is, is one exception, and public needs uh, are another exception. So uh, we see that uh, you mashkin, you, uh, you water Veta Shlachin, a field uh, that is irrigated, uh, i.e. not to cause a huge loss. Mitzanin et akvar and you will mark uh, the graves. So the Gemara says about that. Now we're talking all of a sudden about Cholamoyed. So it's uh, in the intermediate days of Pesach. Uh, so the Gemara asks, Surely one of the things we learned already uh, was that at the beginning of Adar, they would uh, come and mark the graves. So surely we've done that in Adar. Uh, so the Gemara answers, Tipater, Shiarad, Shataf, Shetif, Shabushamim, Vashatfu. What happens is there must have been a downpour of rain. Uh, that would wash it away. So very heavy rain uh, may indeed have washed away uh, the marking of the grave. What they used to do was coat it uh, with lime. And uh, if there was an especially heavy rain uh, in uh, you know after that time in in Adar time, uh, it could wash away uh, the marking of the grave. So they went and made sure that uh, the, those uh, and remarked uh, those graves even during Chol uh, because uh, after the, the the Pesach starts, it is extremely uncommon for it to rain uh, and therefore that uh, that is a uh, uh, you know Nissan it, it, it's very uncommon uh, for it to rain uh, and, and, and special mention is made in uh, the Navi uh, when in a day in Nissan it actually did rain it, it, and it shocked uh, the people uh, when that happens so we see that uh, if, if uh, they just make sure that uh, if, you know for the whole of summer uh, those uh, those graves do we, that's why we do it during Cholomoyed to make sure that uh, to make uh, ensure that those graves remain marked 
All right, uh, quoting the Mishnah Yotzin, Afala Kilaim, and they would also go out uh, to about the Kilaim uh, on the 15th of Adar. So the Gemara says, Lokraitim Adar. Surely they started out at the beginning of Adar. So uh, why would they need to go out two weeks later? Tipater, Shaiti, Hashana, Afila, Avain, Tzmachim, Nikarin. What are we talking about here? The, the, the year was late uh, and. Um, and as a result, uh, the crops were uh, had not yet uh, sprouted. Right, we we are talking here uh, about uh, you know that it's uh, it's uh, they were. The, 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 these crops, uh, you know, went out, and maybe they they, they started blooming late, uh, and then uh, the, the, so they would just uh, see, you know, and, and mark out uh, those those crops and and where they would would start. Okay, and that's uh, they might only see it two weeks later. So in case there were any late blooming crops, uh, they would make sure to uh, tell the owner uh, to uh, to take out that kilaim. Right, we will discuss kilaim in the uh, a little bit more, uh, but that in the next mishnah. Uh, but now we move on uh, or move back uh, as you know as as it were uh, to the uh, the idea of marking graves minan uh, the where do we see that we mark graves rabbi brachia rabbi yakov bat yakov bashem rabbi khunya de devat khavran rabbi yosi yosai amar rabbi yakov baacha bashem rabbi khanunya devat khavran Rabbi Chizkia, Rabbi Aziel, Rav Kanunya, Bat Chavran, Vashem Rabbi Kanunya, Bat Chavran, Tamer Tamerik. So a very long uh, chain of tradition and different versions of who said what. Uh, you know, different. Um, yeah, people that lived in Brach Kavran, uh, etc., and uh, you know Rabbi Chunya uh, of, of Barat Kavran. Uh, so all different attributions of exactly who said what. Uh, but the bottom line really is uh, is that uh, the, it says Tamei Yikra, uh, the the Mitzora cries out uh, that he is unclean and people have to stay away from him. Uh, the same way you have to make sure that the grave, uh, as it were, cries out to uh, the people that are coming near it to tell them to stay away uh, from the Tumah. So the, the Tumah is almost like crying out uh, to you. It says, To stay away. Okay, that is uh, really what uh, what is, is Going on over here. Okay, uh, carrying on. Rabbi Eli, Abishem Rabbi Shmuel Ban Nachman. He gives a different verse, a different source for that. Varu Haravim Baaretz, talking about the pasuk in talking about the war of Gog and Magog, uh, and it says people uh, they'll hire uh, people to pass through the land after this uh, cataclysmic uh, war at the end of days, uh, and people will walk through the land. Oravim Baaretz, Varah Etim, and they'll see. A bone, uh, and they'll build a marker uh, for it. Uh, you'll have to have people because there was there was so much death and destruction. Uh, you have to have people going through the land and marking off all the graves. Uh, uh, so the Gemara darshans out, uh, you know, this uh, phrases uh, from this uh, from this statement. So it says, uh, You'll see a bone. Uh, we can uh, we see from there. Uh, you 
Shulchan you mark a bone. It says Adam. It says Mikan Shemutin Ala Shudra Vahagugolit. You mark a spine and a skull that also found that is defined as a man. That's the majority of of a person. A spine and and the skull are you know the majority of a whole person. Uvana and he has to build Mikan Shemutin Algabe Even Kvua. What does build mean? Build means something sturdy, implies something sturdy, and it has to be that the stone has to be fixed in place. Even kvua, uh, it's fixed in place. And if you build it on something uh, that is uh, loose, that is detached, that's going to cause problems because it's going could uh, end up rolling away, and therefore uh, it's going to mark the wrong spot, and people are going to make mistakes, both in the place where it rolls to, they'll treat that uh, too stringently, uh, and also they won't know that the tumor is underneath uh, an unmarked place now, and so therefore that is also problematic, uh, and therefore you have to use a stone that stays in place. Uh, it's law next to it. Now, kom tara uh, means that uh, it shouldn't be put over the uh, the, the, the tumor itself. Uh, the the marker should be put in a place of tahara, uh, because if a person chances upon it uh, already in the, and you put it over uh, the place of tumor, well then it's too late. Uh, by the time he encounters the stone, he's already over the grave. That would be problematic, and you would uh, you know you're not doing anything. So put it in a place of tahara, so he encounters the stone, but still he's not mahil um, over the grave. He's not not forming a tent uh, over the grave, and therefore he is still pure. Okay, Tzion Mikan Litzion, and here it says a marker which shows uh, that you have to mark graves. Uh, okay, uh, and now we discuss more halachot in this in this thing. Matzah even achat mutzienet. If you found a marked stone, uh, even though afalpim shein vomakayim kain, even though uh, normally that uh, you shouldn't put one single stone to mark a place. Mal alea tamei. So a person who stands over that place is tamei. We just got finished saying that you shouldn't. Uh, you should put in a place of tahara. Uh, but if you only found one stone. Uh, then you know, what are you meant to do uh, in terms of that? That's, uh, you have to assume that what is underneath it uh, is, is tame, and you have now formed a tent over it, my hill, uh, Alea, uh, and therefore you are tame. Ani uh, Omer, and, uh, and uh, I say, uh, that's what you, the, the person should think, there was a, 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 the assumption is that there was a dead body uh, over there, and they just, uh, the, the, the body was, uh, Located underneath uh, the stone, so that that is has to be your working assumption. However, Hayu Stein, if there were two stones, uh, you know, one uh, on you know at the top and one at the bottom, Mayil Alayim Tahor. If you know you go over those the actual stones themselves, just the stones, uh, you remain Tahor because you assume uh, it's between the two stones. Ubeinahim <laughs> Tamei. What is between them uh, is. Uh, so we carry on and we say uh, if there is a, uh, a, 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 if it was plowed or ever uh, between the, the two of them uh, then we see that uh, therefore we go back to our original assumption we don't say that uh, they are the top end and the bottom end uh, and there is tumor in between them uh, we say that uh, actually that because they've been plowed there obviously couldn't have been tumor in between them and therefore they are like isolated stones and uh, uh, between them is tahor 
more because obviously being plowed up, no one would do that. Uh, and around them uh, uh, is uh, is impure. Uh, those other areas facing the other way it, uh, is are impure, uh, and over the stones are impure as well. Okay, Tini, uh, we learned uh, as well, and Matin, uh, basar, uh, what you mustn't do if uh, there is a basar, flesh of a, a, a person, you not, you should not mark that uh, and, uh, and and put a, a, a marker over the flesh of a person, not to say uh, that uh, that it doesn't make you tame. Yes, it does make you tame, uh, but as we're going to see, we're worried about a different problem. Shema, nit akel, habasar. Uh, because what's going to happen eventually the, in, in, in a very shortish space of time, uh, the flesh will decompose and as a result, uh, there will be less than an olive amount of flesh uh, and therefore what's going to happen, uh, you are going to uh, cause this, this tion uh, to be there. Um, you know, and uh, and and it's not going to have any uh, flesh underneath it anymore, and therefore it's uh, you are taking away Eretz Yisrael by by doing this, and also people could uh, stumble on this grave and say, oh, uh, well, therefore something is tamer, and, uh, and any uh, truma that I was uh, um, carrying has to be burnt, and they'll go and burn truma unnecessarily, and that would be problematic because there is no actually in actual fact there is no uh, dead person underneath there because the body, uh, the, the flesh is decomposed. Um, Rabbi Yusta bar Shunaim bar comma Rabbi Mani and uh, you know, Rabbi Yusta bar Shunaim are asked in front of Rav Mana, Velohanim said you know, uh, in terms of that, surely you, you've got a problem uh, because what happens if someone, if you don't mark it and someone walks over there uh, with, uh, with truma while the, uh, uh, the, there is still flesh there, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, someone might go over there and, uh, and uh, they won't know. They'll think their, their, their truma is perfectly fine. Meanwhile, they have now been, uh, a, you know, been ma'il, uh, being a tent and a covering over this, uh, this flesh. And therefore, actually, the truma that they've got is actually tame. So uh, that, that messes it up. Amalai, uh, he says, no, uh, it's, it's the other way around. Mutav, uh, rather that they should do that and uh, and get messed up just for a shah, just a short period of time until the body decomposes. And what you don't want is uh, the people will uh, come and um, and and uh, and and. Uh, stay that there actually is tumor underneath there. Meanwhile, there is no tumor underneath there anymore. And uh, in future, uh, people will, will bump into it and say, oh no, I have to burn my tumor. And meanwhile, there's absolutely no need to do that. Okay, um, right, that already is the first Mishnah, as you mentioned. Shkalim, uh, I think there are, uh, even in the 21 pages uh, that we that there are in Shkalim, uh, I heard that there are 51 Mishnayot. Uh, so it is a jam-packed um, uh, Mishnah, and, and in, the, in the, the way of the Yerushalmi, uh, as we mentioned yesterday, it is very terse. It doesn't go into the, the backwards and forwards uh, a lot of the time. It just uh, is uh, very focused, uh, very direct, and, and, and therefore uh, it doesn't deal uh, it, there's not a lot not a lot of pill pull and backwards and forwards uh, in terms of the different opinions is very matter of fact 
All right, so with that, uh, we move on to Mishnah 2, Halacha 2. Uh, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Rabbi Yehuda says as follows, Berishon, are you asking Mash Lechin Lefnahim? So we go back to uh, the idea of Kilaim. In the beginning, Rabbi Yehuda says, uh, the agents of the court uh, would find Kilaim in these persons' fields. And what they used to do, uh, they, they used to uproot it, Lefnahim. Uh, they used to pull it out uh, in front of the people. Misharu of Daavera that uh, you know when when a lot of people that uh, sinned uh, you know they they, they had multiplied Hayu Mashkin the Drachim they used to throw it onto the uh, onto the road it says Hidkinu Shayum Farkin et Hasade and then the third level of what they used to do then they used to say that the whole field is ownerless. Okay, they used to make it hefker, uh, and that's it. Okay, so we'll see what goes on over there. All right, as we mentioned, Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said there were three different levels to the sages' decrees, uh, etc. And now, Tani, Amar Rabbi Huda, Rishona, you okrin mashkin lifnahim. In the beginning, they used to uproot it and throw it down in front of the owners of the field. Hayusmechim, shteismechot, and the owners of the field were actually very happy uh, for this. Number one, you menashkin one that uh, the, the, these guys were weeding the field in other words they were taking out uh, anything foreign in the field and now just leaving the field uh, with uh, a, you know, a certain amount of plants and they're doing this for free uh, it's fantastic you don't have to hire labor uh, to do it if the, the people of the Beit Din uh, did it themselves uh, and the second thing and uh, the owners were very happy what they used to do was toss this kilam uh, to the animals so number one their fields got weeded out and number two, uh, they didn't have to go to the effort to feed the animals. The animals would just snack on the uh, on this produce that had been uprooted. However, Misharbu of Ray Avera, when the people that sinned uh, increased, so they wouldn't throw it down in front of them, uh, you know, and give them that benefit. They would throw it onto the roads. However, the people are still happy. Show you because their fields were getting weeded for free, uh, and uh, the, the, so they were very happy about that. So what? Uh, so that mafkirin. Uh, so therefore, uh, they hit them where it hurts. Uh, they said this field is hefker uh, this field is ownerless so uh, and, and therefore that uh, put an abrupt halt to it because if they could say listen uh, you are violating the decree and now we own the field or you don't own the field that the person is uh, going to sit up and take notice uh, of that and now we move on to the source. Imran in Hefker, how do you know that uh, the, when if something is the best in makes something ownerless, it sticks, uh, it has got the power uh, to, to decree that something is ownerless, even if it previously belonged to a specific person. Where do you know that from? Fictive. The Pasuk says, uh, Pasuk and Ezra talking about uh, the people who have married these non-Jewish women. Uh, they gave an ultimatum. Anyone who doesn't come 
uh, they had to divorce these these women. Anyone who doesn't come within three days, uh, according to what uh, the elders and the princes tell you, uh, any his rechush, his possessions uh, will be forfeited, and he will be separated uh, from the kahal. We were separated from the kahal and of the gola of the exile. Okay, so uh, so therefore, the, the, it seems here that the Beit Din has the power uh, to say, listen, your 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 property is forfeit. Uh, the Gemara says, Minayin Shu Ptura Minamasrot, and uh, also uh, that the field that uh, that uh, they made it ownerless, they, that is exempt from Maser. Uh, it says, Rabbi Yonatan Bray de Rav Yitzchak Bar Acha Shema. Shama uh, lo minachada. He learned it from uh, this this case. And abrin etashana v'lo b'shmita v'lo b'motzei shvit v'im ibran harayze muberet. Right. So uh, we we just actually we, uh, we we talk about the tithes, but then we kind of um, you know jump back. Um, uh, as well, also back into the the issue of hefker, uh, and we prove as follows: we say you're not allowed to uh, add on uh, another month to the year. You should not do it, uh, neither in uh, the shmita year itself, because uh, already the shmita year you're not allowed to uh, um, to, to to plant and and to do all kinds of agricultural activity. And the last thing you want to do uh, is to make it a leap year. Uh, leap year just makes it even more difficult. The person uh, is now uh, you know has to for another. Year, he's another month uh, of the year. He's not allowed to work his field, so it's not. Uh, one shouldn't uh, make a uh, in the Schmitter year, and it says even after um, the year after the Schmitter year uh, as well, uh, you should not make a uh, an extra month. You shouldn't make it a leap year and put an extra adar in. Uh, it says, however, if they did it, uh, you know it it, it is done, and uh, you can't retract. All right. Um, uh, so now we go. V'chodesh echad shu Mosef lo poter mi maasrot he. So what are we talking about here? We say in that that one month that you add on, uh, that you that you add into the year, uh, surely uh, it's added on to the shmita year. Uh, surely they'd be exempt from tithes. So. Um, we see because they watch the holy as shmita and therefore they exempt from uh, uh, you know tithes. But now we're saying there's an extra month, and the rabbis say they are exempt from tithes. In other words, the rabbis say what uh, we we can we can say that uh, you don't have to take maaser on this on this property because they've got that power by saying the leap year is extended. Uh, the, I mean the shmita year is extended another month. Okay, and the gemara said ad kodon shivit. Uh, we can understand that uh, you know we can understand quite clearly why you shouldn't add on shvit and motzei shvit my why why can't you add on the year after shmita surely that uh, is shouldn't be a problem amala rabbi bun rabbi bun says follow shulora rabot be isur chadash no also even afterwards the year afterwards the year after is uh, um, uh, you like looking for crops to become ripe uh, as soon as possible, uh, and if you add in uh, another month to the year, you always have to add in Adar, which is uh, the month before Nisan. Uh, so you add in a second Adar, Adar Bet, uh, and uh, as we saw yesterday, which is the real Adar. Uh, so you have to add that in, and uh, we see that uh, uh, it's uh, um, it's it, in terms of uh, of that uh, you you say that uh, there'd be Chadash uh, in as part of the uh, 
the new year, if you add an extra month, uh, an extra month would be taken uh, that you wouldn't be able to eat the new crop. Uh, and, and that would be problematic because it's just after Shemitah uh, and, uh, and therefore you're relying on the sixth year's food. Uh, so therefore, even the year after Shemitah, you don't make it a, uh, um, uh, add an extra month to the year. However, uh, Rabbi Zaira, Amar uh, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Zaira said in, front, in, in, in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Chada, Datama, you say the, the, the thing that she said, Achlo Hitir, Rabbi, Lavi Yerek That was before Rebbe allowed the importing of vegetables uh, from land to land. Aval Mishitir Rebbe Lavi Yerek Once Rebbe allowed the import of uh, vegetables to the land of Israel. Uh, he shvitz you know shel shel shah shnei shavua. It doesn't actually make a difference uh, because now shmita is the same as as after shmita and everything like that doesn't actually make a difference. Uh, you can add on an extra month in any year you want because there is will be a sufficient uh, a supply of food from overseas. Atani uh, again ein uh, You're not allowed. To, you're not supposed to. Uh, Add on an extra month to the year uh, after uh, the Shemitah year. Amar Avmana Chada Datama. You said that uh, that's what happened at first. Brishona Hayu Shanim Ketignan. That's when this, the years carried on in a, in a proper uh, way. In other words, uh, everything grew at the right time and could be eaten immediately, uh, etc. You know, everything was in its correct order. Aval Akshav. These days, Shain Ashanim Tignan. You know, they, they don't carry on in their correct way and. And uh, we, we harvest everything late anyway. He shviet he shar shar shnei shuva doesn't really make a difference. Uh, so the shmita year could be like any other uh, year as well, very similar to what we had seen before. Um, uh, tani, and we bring proof. Shabbat Rabban Gamliel Ibra Bumotzei Shviet Amiad. In uh, we learn to write that Rabban Gamliel we see a, a master actually happening in the house of Rabban Gamliel added on a uh, extra month uh, to the year immediately as the Shmita year had uh, started, right? Uh, and, and and therefore extended that year. And uh, it was obviously because you there was a plentiful source of supply of food from overseas. Um, I'm Rabbi Avon, so uh, Rabbi Avon uh, says about this, really we, the reason we got into this whole discussion was to prove Beth, Beth, Beth uh, Hefker of Beit in Hefker uh, and, uh, and, and Rabbi Avon comments about that. Uh, if, this, if you learn it uh, from Hada, uh, this, this place, uh, late uh, at Shema Mina Klum. You can't learn anything uh, from here, learn nothing from here. Why? His source. Uh, you should guard the month uh, of uh, Aviv, the spring. Uh, so really what happens is you should guard it so that Nisan arrives in the spring. Okay, and uh, and that's why we have to see, like, is it from an agricultural perspective, uh, is, it, is it the right time for Nisan to come? Okay, and uh, and therefore, if it was, it would be too close to the winter. We'd have to add on an extra year. So uh, we see the extra month added on to a year uh, is uh, you know even from the Torah. So it's not hefker bait in hefker. It's hefker of the Torah because the, the the Torah itself allows you know it says there has to be uh, an extra month because uh, Nissan always has to fall in the spring, and that's that's why it, uh, we are forced into adding an extra month, uh, and also. 
Uh, once once you, you are forced into it from a Torah perspective, because it has to happen in the spring, well then it's not Hefkeh Beit in Hefkeh, it's Hefkeh really of the Torah, uh, because it's exempting the tithes from the Torah. Uh, however, uh, so therefore he says you can't learn it from there. It says, uh, uh, we say a Mishnah in, in Paya uh, does discuss this and shows we Hefkeh Beit in Hefkeh. Uh, what happens if you have a pile of grain uh, and uh, what's meant to happen? Uh, that, that what you do is uh, as part of your harvesting of the field, you have to leave paya, uh, you have to leave a, a corner of the field, and uh, what you also have to do is the things that your, your sheaves, uh, that, uh, you know, a few stalks, sorry, not sheaves, that, that drop off, uh, that's known as shikhacha, uh, right, and, uh, and, and leket as well, the, you know, the, the, the different types of uh, things that drop off, um, uh, you, you leave stuff behind or you have uh, drop, things that drop out of the sheaves uh, that you are collecting. You have to leave those uh, and, uh, and, and the leket uh, as well. And, uh, you know, th- that's, uh, that's what's going on over there. So what happens is if a person uh, takes a pile and he puts a pile over uh, this leket on the floor, uh, the, 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 the leket hasn't been gathered uh, by the people. Uh, the rabbi said anything that touches the ground that is defined as being of the anim because uh, at least a part of it uh, is going to be leket and now this guy's covered uh, the whole thing with with, uh, with it so the rabbi say uh, well now we, we forcing you to give up uh, whatever touches the ground I'm a Rabbi Ami uh, Rabbi Ami says about that B'Shem uh, Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish in the name of Rash Lakish Beit Shamahi this is the opinion of Beit Shamah uh, the Gemara says, hold on one sec. If you say it's Beitila, Anim, Ochlin, Masrin. So if you say that uh, according to this understanding of uh, um, Beitila, uh, then the the poor uh, wouldn't be allowed would be allowed uh, to eat it uh, only on what's on the ground only after tithing. So just surely it's just Beit Shama. Uh, it says no, I'm Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, no, Shaminu Shuhu Patur Mimase Divre Hakol. They are exempt from Mase, according to both Beit Shama and Beit Hilal, Mishum Klasa, because of the fact that uh, the rabbi said, listen, uh, we can't have people behaving like this, uh, and therefore it's a Knas. Uh, so we're going to punish uh, the people. Uh, if, they, if they do this, they put the whole pile of grain over the leket uh, that you're not allowed to do, uh, that it stops the poor people collecting it, and as a result, uh, we're going to punish uh, over here. So once you start talking about punishers, punishments, uh, we say that uh, you pile your grain on top of the leket, uh, then you lose everything. Uh, everything that's touching the ground uh, becomes for the poor. Uh, okay, and then therefore we see that this is an example of something that the rabbis said uh, and set up, uh, and uh, and they, they had the ability to make it hefker. Uh, everyone, uh, that uh, anything that touched the ground, uh, then therefore belongs to uh, has the best and has the power uh, to to say that uh, that is uh, they've got control over it. Okay, Mishnah number three, Halacha Gimel, Chamisha Sabor Shulchanot Hayu Yoshvin B'Medina. What happens is on the fifteenth Adar, as we mentioned, uh, that is where they start. Uh, they announce it on the first of Adar, and now we're talking on the fifteenth Adar. Adar, uh, the money changer would set up the tables uh, B'Medina uh, in the in the in the province. 
provinces, right? Uh, they would set up tables, and this was uh, ostensibly really to to change the money. Uh, people would, uh, you know, want to come up to Jerusalem, uh, and uh, yeah, they would need this this half shekel. That's what they had to give, uh, and therefore, so the money change would come and change uh, the money, and uh, and make sure that everyone had uh, the correct amount of of, of shkalim. On the 25th of the month, they actually moved to sit in the Bain of Migdash. This could be, uh, you know, to, to, to show that, uh, you know, they, uh, um, they, they started uh, taking, we we're going to see what they used to do. They used to sit in the Migdash, um, and when they started sitting in the Migdash itself, um, uh, they would come and get collateral from people. They would start seizing things uh, from them in order to make sure that they actually paid. They would come in and, and take a, a table, a chair or something like that to make sure that uh, as a security for the people uh, to pay the machatit uh, a shekel. Okay, so uh, that's it. So, so really, the idea is that they, they, they got increasingly uh, more active and uh, aggressive in terms of the collection of the money. It says, it me, who did they collect uh, the security from Levim, Israel, Karim, Vavadim, Shukharim? What they used to do from Levim and uh, normal Israelim, uh, converts are Garim and Avadim are slaves, Mushukharim, that have been freed. So they are fully uh, Jewish people now. Aval, law, and Avadim, Vakatanim, but they don't seize it from. Women and slaves and children. We call Katan. She'd kill Aviv Lishko law Aliado. So what happens is any child that the father already started separating uh, the machatita shekel for him shuv eno posek. The father has to uh, continue in other years as well. As you mentioned yesterday, also there's a big discussion uh, in terms of uh, you know how old a person has to be. Uh, is it 13 years that he becomes like an adult, or is it actually 20 years? the 20 years uh, because uh, the Pasuk in Kitisa says uh, you know uh, anyone that's more than 20 years old uh, because that is the age of going into the army okay so uh, so the question is when does the, the issue of Machatita Shekhel start is it from Bar Mitzvah or age 20 so this uh, you know we see that over here uh, as well. So the, the father can't stop. He's already done for his child. Now, and uh, they don't uh, take a coin from the Kwanim uh, because of uh, they are worried about peace. The ways of peace. Uh, Rabbi Huda says, uh, in terms of this, Heri ben Bukhri, Biavne ben Bukhri said in Yavne, uh, any Kohen that separates a half a shekel, he has not sinned. Those are his words, has not sinned. Ama law, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai says, no, uh, forcefully against that law. Ki ela, no, I'll tell you, any Kohen who doesn't uh, set aside a, uh, the, the coin, um, you know, a half for shekel, uh, you know, he, he is called a sinner. It, it is, uh, um, he's required to do so uh, the same as everyone else in Israel. 
However, Ella Shokonim Dorshin Mikra Zu Latman. The the Kwanim come and dash out the following pasuk to their advantage. Okay, Kol Minchat Kohen Kalil Tia Lo Teachel. Every Mincha offering, uh, this this meal offering, this uh, flour and water, etc., have to be you know you, you're not allowed. To. Normally, what you do with Menachot is that you scoop a comet out of it to three fingers full. You walk with it. You put in a uh, in a vessel. You scoop it out. You put it in a vessel. You walk with the vessel, you burn it on the altar, uh, and that's it. Yeah, um, except for uh, the mincha of a kohen. The mincha of a kohen, uh, what do you do? Uh, you'd burn it completely. You don't do a kmitza uh, and uh, burn the kmitza and then the rest gets eaten by the kohen. No, yeah, because the guy is a kohen that's offering it, uh, you actually burn the whole lot. Okay, you don't uh, do a kmitza and then come and eat it. So now, what do the, the kohenim say about this? Well, Omer, shelanu nechlin. They say, listen, because, you know, we've got uh, the the, uh, the Omer offering and the, and the two loaves, which are brought on Shavuot and the, and the Lechem Apanim, uh, the bread that is always on the table in front of Hashem and has changed from week to week. It says, you know, if, if, if we, uh, these are all ours, okay, they, uh, they all get given uh, to the Kwanim, and therefore uh, if we uh, contribute uh, shekels towards this, this actually uh, then makes it a portion of ours. And once it's a portion of ours, uh, we're not allowed to eat it because it says the, the Mincha of the Kwanim gets totally burnt. Uh, what happens is that uh, they don't really understand uh, that uh, the, the communal offering is by nature uh, belonging to the whole community, uh, and uh, you know it's not a shared offering that they own a stake of, uh, as it were. There's a communal offering. Uh, belongs to the community and it's not uh, the priest's, uh, the Kohen's personal offering. Okay, uh, it says, You don't uh, seize money from miners, but you could uh, seemingly ask uh, from them, you can ask from them, Tovin uh, does, does claim it from them. Chada, the Tamar Bashavi, Sarot, and this, uh, this applies uh, as exactly when you say a person that has got Shtay uh, Sarot and, you know, so he's over. Uh, he's an adult, but on the other hand, he is not uh, 20. Uh, and therefore, so therefore, we want, once he's defined as an adult from a perspective of overbar mitzvah, uh, then, uh, but he's before 20, so that's why they have this intermediate situation. Uh, you don't grab uh, security from them, but on the other hand, uh, they, 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 you do ask them for it. Aval. Uh, if he was not a person, a boy that uh, grew uh, to his uh, yet, okay, uh, law, um, uh, bada. So then there's no obligation at all uh, to give a, a half a shekel at all. Uh, and in terms of seizing uh, security, uh, they, didn't, they didn't steal security from this uh, young child, even if he had two hairs uh, until the age of 20. And the Gemara says, uh, um, Kine Matnitin um, Amishna had uh, taught uh, in, uh, as follows Ain Mashkinan et Akonim Ibn Darche Darche Kavod. Another version, not Amishna. Amishna said Darche Shalom. This version says uh, we don't ask Kwanim uh, because of it's, it's not Kavodic uh, to ask uh, that of them.
All right, so I'm Rabbi Huda. So Rabbi Huda says, no, Ben Bukhri said that any Kohen that does not uh, contribute a uh, half, he said that any Kohen who, uh, firstly, we had any Kohen that does give a half a shekel has not sinned. Uh, and then Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakha says, listen, uh, anyone who doesn't give, uh, he is a sinner. Okay, I'm Rabbi Huda. So that's what Rabbi Huda said. Vki, I'm a etc. Ama Rabbi Brechia, Tamad the Rabban Yochanan ben Zakha. What's Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakha? says, anyone who doesn't give, he's a chote, ze yitnu. They, these that they give, ze, ze, shnaimasa, shvatim yitnu. Ze is the numerical value. Seven and five is of twelve. So all twelve tribes have to give ze yitnu. These people should give shnaimasa, shvatim yitnu. All twelve tribes should give. You don't split yourself into Binyamin and Menashe, uh, etc. I mean, in um, Ephraim and Menashe, uh, you just uh, leave it as a whole and say it is a uh, uh, from Levi. Uh, it's all, you know, we leave Levi in and we don't split up Yosef, so then there's still 12 uh, tribes. Rav Tavi, Mishum Ravi Amnuna, Vakain, Mishivin, Achamim, the Rebbe Yehuda. The rabbis answered Rabbi Yehuda that way. Chatat, Yachid, Maita. Uh, they say in terms of khatat, uh, if a person uh, set aside a khatat animal and then, uh, you know, never died, uh, that khatat is a khatat shemaita ba'alea, that uh, the owner has died. And as a result, yachid meita, and khatat tibur meita, and individuals khatat uh, can die, tibur's khatat uh, can never die. Okay, and that's it. So similarly, min khat yachid kareva kadil, an individual can be offered on the altar uh, when it belongs to a priest. However, vain mincha tzibur kareva kalil. But uh, when it's a whole common offering, uh, you know that that's not uh, eat. You know, totally sacrificed. Uh, that has to be eaten. So there's really another answer uh, to to that. And the Gemara says of kasha. How could that be? Uh, it says, Meshivin Ladam, the Varsh Anamode Bo. Are you saying that, how can you say that uh, this is something he doesn't agree with? Did none, as we learned in the Mishnah, the Mishnah in Yuma, Sha'ain Chatatsipur, Maita, Rabbi Huda, Tamut. We learned over there that a communal offering does not go to die, uh, but here he says it does die. So, so therefore, that you know, it should, you know, according to Rabbi Huda, there's no difference between a uh, um, Communal offering and an individual uh, offering in terms of this. So the same thing. Um, yeah, you know, if, if need be, you should. You know, and and uh, it it belongs to the coin. Well, then you might have to burn the whole of the lechem apanim, for example, uh, over there. So. Uh, so he says, but he motivlan. He answered it as well. He attacked the the previous thing and he answered it. Zu lo nidvatin yachid. He in terms of a half shekel uh, that is an individual donating it in motivinle. Uh, the you know the the grain can come and and do it. So therefore, uh, it's like a donation, uh, etc. And therefore, that's not uh, defined as uh, as his. Okay, it's like a donation. It's not part of his. Okay, 
the tibur. He gives it over to the tibur, not his directly kmi, uh, shehu, and nidvat tibur. And therefore, uh, it's been given over to the community. The money's been given over to the community. It's now a communal thing. Uh, the kohen, that you've got no specific uh, share in it. It doesn't belong to the kohen. It belongs to the kohen as a, as a member of the, the Jewish people, uh, obviously, but it's not his uh, per se, and that's why it does not have to be uh, burnt. Um, uh, similarly, we have Ketiv, uh, um, uh, anyone who passes, uh, you know, there's a Pasuk um, that says anyone who, who, who uh, passes amongst them, uh, you know, there's a, at the beginning of Kitisa, uh, uh, anyone who passes in front of them, uh, you know, has to... Um, Give a half a shekel. Rabbi Yudav, Rabbi Nehemiah, Chanamar, one of them said the one thing, the other one said the other one. Call the Avar Biyama, Yutain. Harana, Amar, and the other one says, Call the Avar, Alapukudah, Yutain. No, what does it mean that anyone who passed, he says, anyone who passes amongst them, what does that mean? No, that means passing through the sea. Uh, the whole Jewish people have to do it. The other one said, no, pass before Moshe uh, to be uh, you know, part of the census, to be counted. Uh, that is that. So Moshe um, did not go uh, to the, the tribe of Levi. Uh, he uh, uh, and the Kwanim, uh, he just went to, he, they didn't pass in front of Moshe, Moshe had to go to their tents, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the uh, heavenly voice came out and says how, exactly how many people were in uh, the, the tent over there. So, uh, on the one hand, the prisoner says, everyone who went through the Red Sea, which obviously includes uh, Kwanim and Levium. The other one says, no, uh, in fr- passing in front of Moshe to be counted. Uh, the Levium and the Kwanim did not do that. They stayed in their tents, and Moshe went to count them there, uh, or the heavenly voice comes out uh, from the tent to tell Moshe how many people uh, they were. Okay, so we see that uh, different opinions. Uh, it says, uh, The one that says, everyone went through the sea, uh, must hold that everyone has to give uh, the half shekel, and that's like Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakha, who says the, the Kwanim, if they if they uh, don't give, then they are called Chote, uh, they are sinners. Uh, in terms of the one that says um, that uh, they all go in front uh, to be uh, counted uh, and you know that's Uh, you know, to be counted uh, because not the Kwanim and the Levim were not counted as part of that uh, whole counting and therefore they would be exempt and therefore he must be going like Ben Bukhri. Okay, uh, we will leave it there just before Mishnah uh, Halacha number four. Uh, everyone should have a great day.